from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back. All right. Today, I am excited about a very special episode that we have had to throw together right here in the midst of the holiday chaos. I mean, it's uh, there's there's Santa's sleighs just flying overhead, and uh, there's menorahs over here on the left, and uh, Christmas trees surrounding us from every side, and yet, nevertheless, the show must go on. We've got a very special episode here of Legends Look Back to bring to you all, and I'm very excited by our special guests that we have got here for this episode. And it's somebody that, honestly, I've got a bone to pick with. So, uh, Trevor, we are, of course, joined by our friend from across the pond. If I can find the button to bring him in. Uh, There he is. We have got Trevor Davey here to talk about uh, some some little Legends goodies here. But, Trev, I'm going to be coming on. Hold on. Before you pick your bone, remember that Santa's already been to me. So don't let me make a, you know, have a word. He's not been to you yet. Wait, how far ahead of the future are you? It, enough. Enough ahead. So, All right, so, so no coal. There you go. Uh, I, I'll try to avoid that if at all possible. But, Trev, <laughs> I'm going to be coming on to uh, your show, the Star Wars Archives, pretty soon to talk about the Jedi Prince books. You are. Oh, we can't wait. So we haven't announced this yet. We're going to do uh, Archives Roundtable. We don't do them very often. We're going to do them on the Jedi Prince books. A series of six junior reader books that are... Okay, Jared, what are they? Yeah. What is your honest opinion on these books so far? Well, you know, I don't want to to spoil this with, you know, too much for our Star Wars Archives episode. Though, I do think that The Glove of Darth Vader has the sickest cover in the history of Star Wars books. Oh, the, the covers are amazing. Yeah, for our audio listeners, it's Darth Vader's Glove, which is a, a MacGuffin in the book. Luke's lightsaber out front there's lightning and space whales uh it's an absolutely stellar cover though these books are absolutely bananas uh for example yeah there's a character i just discovered this named snoke s-n-o-k-e there's a snoke did you know this of course i I did know this i i discovered this recently actually um because i've never read them fully myself yeah. And, you know, he's up there with the, the Kaibo Ren of the droids cartoon. Yeah, very minor character. These weird names that get pulled from somewhere. Not all that important. Snoke is in there. You know, it also is in there. Very relevant now. There's a, there's a Ken. With the Barbie movie, there's Ken. And at one yep, point... There's a Ken. At one point, they say, Ken what? Uh, where are you from, Ken? What's your... Who's your family? His family lineage. That's a big spoiler for the series. Most people probably listen to the show already know, but... Just like in the Barbie movie, which I just saw for the first time last week, he says, just Ken. It's just Ken. <laughs> so, uh, a very, very timely I, book. I still haven't seen it. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily know that it's meant for you. But there you go. Yeah, I'm very excited to to really air out these books. I'm currently on book four, and I'm literally trapped in Hologram Fun World, which is Lando's... But like 3D amusement park that he buys. <sighs> I mean, you're a Legends fan, Jared. So you've you've followed Lando's business enterprises through the eras. You followed him through Blob Racing. You followed him through Dome World. You followed him through the weird Atat Sun Solar powered thing. Yeah. What what big deal is hologram fun world? Even with all of that, this is maybe more bonkers than all the rest of it. <laughs> but we will save that for the other show. For I'm here today. just showing my legends credentials. That's right. Yeah. Do these even count as legends? I mean, they're not respected by any of the rest of the legends universe. They're never really taken seriously. Te- technically. Yeah. Well, no. Only to a certain degree. But we'll save that for our show that's going to come out uh, later on in January. But for today, without further ado... Let's start the show. (laughs) 
And welcome, everyone, to Legends Look Back, proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast for people who own every single copy of 1991's collectible, connectable X-Men comic, where we celebrate our rich EU history, <laughs> as well as dive into lesser-known Star Wars classics. And, oh, are we going to dive into those lesser-known Star Wars classics today? I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined by my legendary Star Wars friend from across the pond, Rescuing me from podcast limbo because we needed to get a show out and the holidays are upon us. And that is, you know him and love him, Trevor Davey. How are you? Jared, I'm good. I'm, it is very close. It is Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. So Christmas Eve Eve. I watched Gremlins last night. I watched Die Hard tonight and that's my Christmas movies done. I have a very sad confession. I've never seen Gremlins. Oh, wow. I know. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, that might be fun. And it, I should tell my wife and kids it's, it's tonight we're going to watch you know, Gremlins. The, the evil of consumerism and capitalism, but based around a little furry Grogu wannabe. It's great. You heard it here first, folks. The Gremlins, they're furry little Grogu wannabes. It's <laughs> a little bit of uh, anachronism there for you. But I'm very excited to have you here, Travis. An idea that we've been cooking up for uh, about a month now. One day I was out walking the dog. And uh, I was like, you know what? We should do one more holiday episode. What would work? Oh, what if Trev gave us really obscure Star Wars short stories and we literally stuffed them into a stocking and pulled them out as holiday legend surprises for our listeners? To which I described it to Trev and he responded, I really have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> that, That's about right. After describing it a little bit more, we have the stories queued up. The stockings are ready to go. And so first, before we get to them, Trev, we just had our Utini Secret Santa, uh, a, a yearly tradition that we've had going on uh, over here, the company uh, behind closed doors for a number of years. In fact, uh, our buddy Frank from, uh, what is it, what is he at, Ireland? Ireland, Yeah, yes. all of your, the countries on the islands over there. You're no longer in the UK. Some places are. I don't understand it, how it it's works. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think, you'd think it uh, wouldn't be hard, but somehow it is in my mind. Anyway, he's, we've got a, a fun tradition where he gets a new ugly mug every year. And this year he got a very beautiful mug. So, so fun story. I went to, I picked Hannah and um, international shipping rates have gone ridiculous. So I just bought her um, a flat piece of tin art. And I went to the post office and I said, oh, you, you have to explain it. I just put Star Wars gift. They said, you have to explain it. And I had to tell the woman <laughs> behind the counter of a story of how last year I just wrote ugly mug for Franks. And she was like, yeah, that would have worked. But you can't just write gift. Right. Oh, okay. <sighs> but this year he got a very beautiful mug. Yes, he did. Which it, it's cheating. It is cheating. Yeah. He got it like a gold C-3PO tumbler. Um, yeah. Well, I got something I'm very excited about. Uh, longtime listeners of the show, longtime fans of the Utiniverse know that iJedi is a company favorite. And um, we just got a brand <laughs> yeah, new... absolutely. Just got a brand new Essential Legends collection cover of um, iJedi and my, our friend Caroline uh, down in Alabama. She got me this one. Look how thick this is. I mean, that's a lot of core and horn. And, but he's looking better than ever, wouldn't you say, Trev? Uh, a bit like Cal Kestis. Maybe? Oh, I can see that from behind. I, I think they're trying to trick video game players into buying a <laughs> Do you? mid book. <laughs> I don't know that I see any in, since any deception, but I am glad to finally have my own copy <laughs> because it's it's been hard for me personally to keep up with purchasing every new Essential Legends collection book as they come out. So grateful to have that. But Trev, I do have one more. Fun acquisition to show off for our listeners. Something I have wanted for a long time, and it has finally become a reality. I was able to get my own Thrawn Funko Pop, finally. After all these years of waiting. Look at him in all of his blue, beautiful glory. Those, those glorious red eyes. There he is. I got him. So so I, I did bring something to Thrack and Thrift's. Yes! So... You know, it's been... How long has it been since I've been on the show? Like, a year? I think you were maybe? on... At least? Yeah, early last... Maybe, maybe early last this year, Christmas. January, March, somewhere in there. 
So uh, I try not to buy frivolous things anymore. I've tried to rein in, much like Rick. I've tried to rein in, but every now and again, something will pop up on eBay that you just cannot resist. Okay. What does he have? And it's it's a form of Star Wars media, but I don't even have a form uh, a way of watching. It's an Ewoks VHS. Holy smokes, that is Dairy beautiful Lee giveaway. <laughs> From, you know, Dairy Lever processed cheese. Wow. That cost 99 pence. That's what I paid for this. Audio That's paper. fantastic. But even the back cover says it's worth £7.99. <laughs> so for 99 pence plus postage, I I couldn't say. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I mean, that's, that's a piece of, that's a, it's a thing of beauty. Just, yeah. just look at it. Just it truly is it. very nice. And I'm so glad that you had that to show off. I it's very rare. And only you can do this most of the time. It's it's only Trev who <laughs> who can surprise me with something Star Wars that I've never seen before. So I'm really glad that you did. I do my best. I'm hoping that there will be some more Star Warsy things to show off after the holidays. But if not, I've still got some uh, Jedi Prince books to read in the meantime. <laughs> Moving on from Thracken's Thrift Store, this brings us to our segment known as Legends Lookout. And uh, Trev, you get to try your hand at, at playing news anchor here, helping us to relay the information to, to the good folks. We've got some some juicy things to talk about here. Uh, first and foremost, Del Rey at, slash Random House Worlds. What are we calling them anymore these days? It's a uh, it's a bit convoluted. We're still calling them Del Rey because old habits die hard. Yeah. Anyway. They have unveiled the new Essential Legends Collection covers. In fact, we've already talked about these once before on the show, but they have now shown us the covers in like one beautiful graphic all together at once. So we're going to talk about them again. Trev, what's your opinion on the new wave of Essential Legends Collection covers? We've got Wraith Squadron. We've got Order 66. And Knight Errant. As far as covers go, so they've done a lot of really interesting thing with the covers. And sometimes there's a there's a disconnect between me and the rest of the fandom in that the Race Squadron co- uh, cover has been getting a lot of love. Now, I love the Race Squadron books, but I think this cover is a bit basic compared to, you look at the Audi 66 one or the Knight Errant one, and they're amazing. I don't think the Race Squadron cover does the book justice. It's easily the best book of the three. And, you know, we could have got a better cover. That's all I'm saying. It is, uh, it's very bold. It is very bold. Yeah. But it's eye-catching. I mean, Akbar looks as kingly as ever. Yeah. And it's nice to see where get some love. Right. But there's not enough drama. No, they're great books. I have only read these once, and I'm looking forward to getting to revisit these. So that's very exciting. But there's more information concerning the Essential Legends collections. Of course, listeners, let us know in the comments. Are you with Trev on this this controversial opinion with his hot takes here on Legends <laughs> Look Back? Most of the internet that I've seen, Trev, they're they're for this. They like it. They, they do love it. That's, that's my disconnect. Right. But that's not the only piece of information. In fact... Tell us about the uh, the next wave of ELC audiobooks. So yes, there are more audiobooks, which is one of the incredible things that does come with this um, this line of Essential Legends collections. Released on Tuesday is Outbound Flight and Survivor's Quest, read by none other than Jared assures me, friend of a show, Mark. That's Thompson. right. We interviewed him one time for three minutes, so he's a friend of the show. That's how it works. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, very exciting that we're getting these. Of course, this is something that uh, that people have been asking for. There was a big delay in these uh, getting released there for a while. But um, now we we're going to have... We're going to have some more of these Essential Legends Collection audiobooks. Now, Trev, if I remember correctly, you're not a big audiobooks guy. I'm I'm not I've I've tried and I don't retain the information as much as if I read it which is I I feel like I'm missing out because there's a new Wraith Squadron audiobook and again 
sorry, if, if I didn't mention this before, they're great books and everyone should read them. And I'd love to experience that again in a new format. They just don't work for me. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But uh, I'm excited about these. Uh, of course, we've got the newest wave of them, um, Outbound Flight and Survivor's Quest. These have both just been released this week, in fact, on December 19th. And our friends over at Penguin Random House Worlds, uh, I mean, are we friends? I mean, hey, I've got some ham <laughs> cooking downstairs. They did, of course, comp us a couple of copies um, of both of these uh, audiobooks, Outbound Flight and Survivor's Quest. And Rick has been messaging me every five minutes about how much he loves them. So thank you to the folks over there. And we are excited to continue to get to provide Legends coverage. All right, what else do we have here? Uh, there are, of course, some other audiobooks soon to come out as a part of this initiative. We've got The Courtship of Princess Leia, I, Jedi, and Yoda Dark Rendezvous all releasing on January 23rd. I, I am especially excited about people getting to experience Yoda Dark Rendezvous for the Oh, I know. It's a great time. book. Absolutely fantastic. That It's it's up there in maybe the top 10 yeah, for me. Yeah, I think so for me too. And uh, we've actually not yet released our interview with Sean Stewart that I did at uh, Legends Con. You have and not. And I'm waiting to release that for when the ELC comes out. So that uh, fans can you know, have like a, a little bit of a, a wombo combo, a one-two punch, if you will. But also, do you think we're going to get audio reconstruction of C-3PO singing? In that is what the folks want to know. So I'm very eager to find <laughs> out his, his song, Han Solo, What a Man, Solo. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, we actually just had a, a guy in the Discord reading that for the first time the other day. And he said, I especially loved the song. And people were like, there's a song? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. Uh, oh, absolutely. You know what else is crazy? The fact that this Legends author is coming back. Who is that that we're talking about? There is a, a new yes. canon book that has been announced by the folks over at Random House Worlds. And that is the fact that Stephen Barnes, author of one and only one full-length Legends book that I'm aware of, uh, Stephen Barnes is returning with this book called Mace Windu, The Glass Abyss. Mace Windu, The Glass what a Abyss. Title. It's a great-looking cover. Stephen Barnes, Trev, do you know off the top of your head what is the uh, the one and only one full-length Legends novel that he's written? Well, that would be the Cestus Deception, but he also wrote the ebook called The Hive, which I believe happens between chapters 26 and 27. Only you would know that. Only, book, although it might be 27 Only and you and uh, Mr. Barnes know that information, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, of course, notable among Legends fans for being the, as far as we know, and we could be wrong about this, and if we are, boy, would we look bad. But as far as we know, uh, he is the only African-American Legends author to have ever written a, a full-length Legends title. See, I was not aware of that until you mentioned it. And I think that's even greater that he's been invited back into canon. Although, shout out to Patricia A. Jackson, who we interviewed on the Star Wars Archives, who wrote probably more... Wrote sure, more though not a full-length Legends adult Lance. novel. It's like, <laughs> yes, we're splitting yes. hairs here. I just wanted to tip Yeah, that. no, she is a character. Oh, my goodness. That interview that y'all did with her... It is top. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> notch. So we're excited for Mr. Barnes, excited for this book. Uh, on a different note, kind of a, a bit of a somber note, um, one of our friends at the show, uh, he actually is a friend that I got to run into at, at Legends Con. In fact, as soon as I walked in the room at Legends Con, he looked at me and he smiled and he said, hey, and I did not know who he was. And I said, uh, hello there. And he said, it's me. And I said, oh, and who is that? Who are you? And he, and he said, I'm Eddie, <laughs> Surfer Eddie. And as soon as he gave me his, his handle, you know, I, I was absolutely flabbergasted to find out that he is, in fact, one of our loyal listeners, Surfer Eddie, friend of the show. Unfortunately, Eddie and his family have suffered a tragedy, and we want to give him a shout-out here on the show, raise some awareness among our listeners, if anyone is able to help them out. Surfer Eddie... And his family suffered uh, the loss of their entire home in a house fire. And 
uh, he has uh, started, you know, he's got his own YouTube channel. He's been trying to raise awareness concerning the fact that his entire EU collection was ruined. Um, thankfully, I mean, I, I, I did hear sure. about this and it's it's awful. And if anyone can donate in Japan, because it's not just for Star Wars, right. it'll be everyone. Insurance only had. goes so far. Um, I'd like to think that the Legends yeah. community, the Star Wars community can go that extra mile. Uh, and he's a truly delightful, wonderful guy. Anyway, it's going to be a, a long road to restoring his EU collection, and we want to be a yeah. part of that. So if you can, hop in the Legends Look Back Discord channel and uh, chat up Eddie and see where he's still at in that process and what he needs. And we're going to post the GoFundMe link in the description of this episode. So, and finally, Trev, the time has come. It's time to unpack these stockings. Let's get into it. Unfortunately, uh, the rest of my co-hosts have dropped like flies so it's just me but don't worry trev i also have a gift for you i also have a gift for you so first i'm gonna unbox my stocking um i asked trev to stuff my stocking which we did digitally from across the pond with some little off the beaten path legends goodies right trev which is what i do every day is full of little legends goodies for trev but Growing up, you know, as a kid, what kind of things would you get in, in your stocking? Do you call them stockings in Wales? We we do call them stockings. You know, being from Victorian England, there was lots of coal, clementine, that, you know, your general Charles Dickens scenario. You'd get a lot of coal in your stocking? <laughs> no. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure that means you were bad, Trev. <laughs> I remember getting the, you know, the older... Generation one Transformers, the ones on a peg in the stockings. Oh, cool! Um, but there's metal games where you have to twist the things outside of each other. You know, a Rubik's cube. That's kind of what I grew up with. Okay, I think I've every year gotten like a pin or a pack of pins. My favorite pins. I would get uh, Kleenexes because we like always had a cold in the winter. <laughs> Is um, it a present? A, a Clementine. It's a stocking stuffer more than it is a present, you know? It's like, okay, you know, but they're always useful. I, I have True. yet to not use one on Christmas Day. But then Pokemon cards, packs of Pokemon cards, those always make great stocking stuffers. If anyone downstairs is listening, um, <laughs> Pokemon cards make great stocking stuffers. But there's no Pokemon cards in this stocking. There is, however, some Legends goodies. So let's get to it without further ado. Trav, I'm going to pull out the first of these stocking stuffers and that is jedi dawn jedi dawn is our first legend stocking stuffer of the day trev tell the good folks what exactly is jedi dawn now i'm sure me and you have talked about jedi dawn before and its follow-up the bounty hunter so these were choose your own adventure star wars books but they gave you a character you know where some choose your own adventures you are the main character in these books you had a specific character that you were following and it would be make this decision, turn the page, blah, blah, blah. However, the first one, Jedi Dawn, it came out in the early 90s, not too long before the Throne Trilogy. And it's being referenced in the AC Crispin Han Solo books. It's all about the theft of the Death Star plans, which I'm pretty sure is where we've talked about it before. But you know why I really, really wanted to bring this to your attention again, Jared? Why is is that? They're the same height as your mass market paperback. No way, really. So can you really say that your Legends collection is complete? Don't you ruin my Legends collection as a Christmas present? (laughs) Here for... (laughs) Well, I guess... It will uh... never get reprinted with the banner. So, you know, it's... It's canonicity within Legends is dubious, but we right. did interview the author on Archives, and it yes, does Paul reference Cockburn. it does reference the actual theft of the plans, and nothing breaks Legends canon. So, Jared, the hunt's not over. Yeah, that's fantastic. No, I've actually had this on my uh, my wish list for years. In fact, today I was googling it. There's a copy up for sale. That's um, on eBay, ninety-seven dollars. Wow! So it's not. I'm not going that. to be. <laughs> it's I'm not, not that dedicated that. to this. 
However, I am but more than day, interested to go back what, and re-listen to... One day it'll turn up. The, yeah, absolutely. Um, this and its sequel, there's a Bounty Hunter book, right? Yes, which is even more... Well, that one doesn't quite fit into Legends canon as well as this one. This sure. is the important and one. This one, you know, I've had it in my wish list for years, and um, I look for it all the time, so I, I have yet to be able to find it. However, I really enjoyed that interview with Mr. Cockburn over on the Star Wars archives and highly recommend that all of our listeners do as well. What I really want more than anything for Christmas, however, Trev, is for you to say in your beautiful, wonderful, lovely accent that I'm not at all making fun of, the name of the planet from which they steal the Death Star plans in this book. Do you know what it is? Toprara. Yeah. <laughs> Toprara. Toprara? I can't, I can't say it either. Toprawa. Toprawa. <laughs> too, oh, no. too many consonants, not enough vowels, all the other way around. Yeah. This is one that I really do want and would legitimately love to get in my stocking. Though it's probably bigger than our entire Christmas budget, you know, per person. So maybe one of these days. I, it's one of these that I always hope that I'll just find, like whenever I'm in a used bookstore. But have yet to do so. All right, moving on. I've got another stocking stuffer here to unpack. We've got Marvel 108. By the way, look at this Star Wars stocking. Look at this beautiful thing. My uh, my Stormtrooper stocking. Here we go. Marvel 108. Now, I have actually read Marvel glorious. 108. I have this. Though, I'm not sure that I would be able to find it like just by looking around the room. So, um, Marvel 108. This is a real unusual kind of oddity. Um, the fact that the, the, the Marvel line ended, you know, decades ago. 85? Is that when it ended? Um, 80, 84. 84, okay. Was the yeah. Not the end of this era with the Mar Marvel 107. But then, a few years ago, there was a return uh, to this original line with none other than, here it is, Marvel 108. Marvel 108. Why did you choose Marvel 108 to put in my stocking? So, you know, you guys are the Legends experts, but I don't often hear you talk about the Marvel comics. No, not a so whole lot. I wasn't sure you knew it existed. It's as simple as that. So I'm very, very thrilled to know that you do, but you've read it and it is on your shelf. You know what I'm because not so thrilled we... about, Trev, is the fact that I can't find it in here. <laughs> but, you know, we do see the return of balance. Yes. And Jackson has a resurgence. And this comic has so much in common with current canon that the lines do get a bit blurred sometimes. Yeah. Uh, it, it also has the return of Domina Tag who yes. is a huge player in the Afro comics, and I believe she might be in the, the mainline Star Wars run as well. Um, so she's, it's her return. I love Valence's intro. I actually got to, to pick up a copy of this. I went to a comic book store with Emma a couple of years ago in Maine. I just so happened to be in the town where she was working at one point in the summer. We met up at the comic book store, and I found, is it Marvel? Which issue is his in introduction? Is it issue seven or eight? Could be oh, no, yeah, or 15. it would be uh, seven or eight because the the movie adaptation is one to six. Right. So I'm gonna go with eight because seven would have been the setup of the Starfighters about um, a Duma three. Right. Because so Jackson's in that one. Coming in eight. Yes. Yeah. So Valence is, is in a very early issue. I found the copy. Was very thrilled to get it. And his duel with Vader. Do you? Do you sorry. Do you pronounce it Valence? I pronounce it Valence. Yeah, it's one of those it's names that I suppose. It's thing of reading words. But I suppose you I always just read it, and I don't know what's the right way to pronounce it. Though, like the um, it's for the Western thing, isn't it? I think uh, we can balance. I think we can pronounce it better than Taprawa, no matter what pronunciation <laughs> we have. Um, if, yeah, I would. I would think that Valence would need two L's, but Valence. Oh, that's a good shout. Though your explanation does probably make more sense. But how how do you pronounce Liberty Valence for Old Western? I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I because don't... that's the, uh, 
Rich Handley, who no, was it Rich Handley or Jason Fry who had to give? It was Jason Fry who had to give Valens the first name. Yeah, used an anagram of Liberty to make ah, Baylor. Okay. Oh right, which is the dumbest name in all of Star Wars, as far as I'm concerned. And he's not happy about it. If you oh. if you read quotes about it, he's really not thrilled about his work there. Oh, that's hilarious. But the the duel with with Valance Valance over the lava, it's like a, it's like acid lava. Yeah. In those issues, and then Vader's hand comes up out of the lava, and or is it Valance's hand comes up out of the lava and grabs Vader's foot? It's absolutely one of the coolest moments in that entire run. And speaking of somebody who's read, like, maybe 10 issues of the original Marvel run, <laughs> sweeping declaration, it's one of the coolest moments. Yeah. But also the way they um, they don't shy away from Legends canon as a whole. They accept everything. In that one single issue, they reference the entire history of the books and the Marvel comics. They tie everything in. It's, yeah, it's, it's an incredible closure. Absolutely. Um, and I especially like that it's got little um, like short stories within it, so short comics. Yeah, it's so like it's multiple, chapters. yeah, little stories all strung together. So a very interesting and odd exception within the Legends universe. I've got one more stocking stuffer here before we should at least discuss one of Freddy's because you pulled a really cool one that I want to make sure <laughs> that we can get to. Here we go. Last one, reaching deep into the stocking, deep into the toes. Here it comes. Oh, I dropped it. There it is. The Essential Guide to the Force. And I, I hate to break it to you. Uh, this is a book that I have seen and yet have never owned or opened. Or maybe wow. that's good because you get to tell us about it here live on the show. What is so, The Essential Guide to the Force and why did you choose it for today? So, Jared, you've grown up with legends as I have. You can probably name a dozen Essential Guides off the top of your head. Essential Guides to Droid. Essential Guides to Characters. Essential guys to starships. There's loads of them. And a lot of them are very dry, very informational. We're encyclopedias. Yes. Right. This Not necessarily my favorite way to consume Star Wars content. Yeah, this one is different. The amount of in-universe documents, or that's how I call them, sorry. They're in-universe narrations. Okay. They're characters talking about events. Sometimes you might see Teon from a uh, Jedi Academy reference, given a lecture on ancient Sith. Sometimes you might have Tahiri. Oh, and her, nice. Um, her debriefing by Corsac after her abduction by Yuzan Fong. Sometimes okay. you might have a transcription of Luke's first ever spiel to his Jedi Academy. So much of it is in universe from the characters throughout the entirety of the legends timeline it's not awesome. just a reference book it's okay. a reference book in universe explaining the the history of that universe from the words of the characters that inhabit it okay so i the ones that i can think of that really do that well are the like jedi, jedi path book of the sith bounty yeah. hunters code um in fact my I mean, daughter this just is kind of 50-50 in that it is a reference book, okay. but it's it's uh, filled with his little vignettes on the way. Okay. And I think this is better than most books. Oh, do Those you? books Hot are take. very... They're, they're, they're very detailed. They right. go a lot more in-depth than Jedi vs. Sith does, but if you want to read the entirety of a galactic history... <laughs> right, I can see there's some Rakata stuff here. Then this would be the, it. Yeah, there was some stuff about the Rakatan Empire, and especially if it's narrated by Tahiri in some places, we're going to go pretty deep in the Legends timeline on the other end as well. Very exciting. So you'll have Luke uh, will give speeches. Like you'll have Nomi Sunrider, uh, oh. everybody from one yeah, end of a timescale timeline to the other. There will be characters that you recognize, awesome. and you will hear or read their words. Okay, all right. Yeah, uh, I'll definitely have to check that out. Now I wish that you put the actual book in my stocking. Though, <laughs> now that you say it, I'm looking on my shelves. There's a chance that I have this. <laughs> and I've never, never read opened. it. Or maybe it's just I've seen it around so much, It's, but it, I've never picked so it up. Reference, I don't think I own it. Reference books in particular, I, I, I was never a, not say I wasn't a fan of, but they were never on my 
instant buy list. Right, but right. But this one, there's two reference books that I think should be a must-buy for any Legends fan. Oh, That's the one with Yoda one. and his books on the cover? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, this one and The Essential Guide to Warfare by Jason Fry. Well, yeah, I mean, that one's great. Both Ryder Windham and Jason Fry are absolutely gods, but the amount of in-universe content means they're not reference books. They are chapters in Legends history. Okay. Now I'm kind of That's like miffed that you came on the show and said that the, uh, what is it, The Essential Reader's Companion is not, you know, an essential reference book, but, you know, well, I suppose... it. It's it's not though. It's a lot of great. that stuff is on the book. Yeah, it is great, but it doesn't contain any in-universe material. That's what you live for. Is the in- but it's got yes. a ton of in-universe illustrations. It does. Yes, I was I was literally flicking through it this morning. Oh, were you? Um, yeah, I was. Um, I was doing some. Uh, you know, I was doing some timeline stuff because I remembered that. There was the interludes from Legacy of the Force Invincible took place earlier on the timeline, and I was trying to work out which one of the Young Jedi Knight books that first interlude took place between. So, yeah. That's funny. That's just an average Saturday morning. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I still have three Young Jedi Knights books remaining um, that I have not yet read that hopefully will be on... Uh, on my short list of books that I get to this year, I've been knocking out like a lot of the young readers in Legends that I hadn't read before. So I read uh, a lot of the Young Jedi Knights this year. I read um, all the Junior Jedi Knights, and now I was about to say, have you hit the Junior ones yet? Yeah, those are absolutely some of my favorite Star Wars books ever. But uh, <laughs> now I'm reading the the Jedi Prince books, which I can't quite say the same thing about. But first, I um, mean, Ik- Ikrit is a particularly great character. He's 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 an odd character. I, I, I think I'm more I'm more up there for like the Which I like you won't the, recognize because you haven't read enough Marvel comics. Uh no, he's the he's the uh the Hujib. Right? Cliff, yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, I got that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, let's hit let's open since he's not here, we're gonna bust into Freddy's stocking. Let's open up one of Freddy's stocking stuffers without him. Um, and he can be surprised by watching the show in hindsight. Tell us about what do you think, Lady Luck? Is that the one the one that you want to do? So yeah, I, so I chose uh, maybe a year ago. Freddie came onto Star Wars archives, and we interviewed uh, Corey J Herndon, who wrote a lot of Wizards of the Coast reference stuff, and Freddie helped us recreate a certain scene with Lando <laughs> and some. <sighs> Um, Ugnaughts, and we had uh, Franco Sullivan from Ireland doing the Ugnaughts, and they were written as Irish, and we have Freddie Doolando. So I thought I'd choose Lady Luck from the Star Wars Tales comics and its uh, pseudo sequel, uh, Idiot's Array from Star Wars Insider, I believe. Okay, um, it's a pseudo sequel. Interesting. I think Freddie would appreciate that. Okay. I yeah, he Freddy does love to do the the Lando short story version of how he how he got uh, Cloud City, how he earned the title of Baron Administrator. So Lando has been at the Sabak table, and someone has tried to fraud him, or fraud someone else, or he's been accused of frauding someone. Who knows? And there's a Toydarian trying to escape, so he captures him with his cape. Now we all know Lando loves That's his hilarious. cape, and this goes back to the 90s at the very earliest that's fantastic yeah i'm looking at uh, some info on this this was a 16 page comic from star wars tales number three so iffy on its continuity even for the legends universe and I- i'm not 100 well, percent sure s- here sorry 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 Jared. I, ne- I need to plant a flag okay like star wars tales yeah. so star wars tales ran with 24 issues they didn't decide until issue 20 that they were fully canon. Okay. And they were going to call the rest of them Infinities unless something else referenced it. Oh, okay. So in this case, Lando did take over Cloud City. Therefore, sure. it was referenced. Therefore, it was canon within Legends. But I, you know, in I wasn't 100% view, wrong in what I said. Great comics. Which no, is... No, but the, 
I, I don't want you to. I don't want anyone to come away thinking that they're not worth reading. Right. Because this they is are, there's some infamously, incredible stories. In infamously, where we get the story of George R. Binks, right? Apart from that one. <laughs> they're all worth reading apart from that one. No, that one's definitely worth reading. It is bananas. But this is cool. <laughs> uh, in fact, I think it's really important, uh, the role that it serves within the Legends universe, something that honestly for me has always been a gap in my knowledge, a head scratcher, if you will, where I've been like, uh, where did Lando get a ship called the Lady Luck? All of a sudden, he just has this ship, which is one of the most iconic ships in all of Legends, which has now been recanonized through Shadows of the Sith. It was in that book. Yes. Maybe some others as well. Uh, you're going to – about the timeline Nazi me, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, la- the the Lady Luck, very iconic Legends ship. This comic is the origin of the Lady Luck. That is something I can't wait to share with Freddy. Well done, Trev. Now, before we close out the show – I've got a little surprise for you. Okay. Are you ready for this? No. You have no idea what this is. And <laughs> honestly, it's not a story. So, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, as if you're going to show me a story that I've never read before. You're, you're that would have been amazing. Though. You're way over my head on that. Though there was that one time five years ago that I yes. did remind you of a story that you had forgotten about um, <laughs> involving... Dash Rindar stealing Death Death Star plans from a video game. Anyway, I've already forgotten it. I, but I, what I have to present to you, hide your eyes, your hide your hide your wife, hide your kids. This is a cursed image. <laughs> I actually roped in a friend of the show, Skuma Joe, to help me find the history on this, and it is so enigmatic. He was able to discover its initial origins, though not everything about it what i'm going to show you is a gif it's not quite a video as much as it is you know a moving image this is something that have you ever read the star wars book known as a little book called the crystal star trev oh god yes (laughs) yes only once but yes on release no doubt oh i just read it for the first uh i might have read it when i was younger but uh, I, I re- recently reread it with the werewolves. It's got the werewolves. You know, the one thing that stands out to me more than wary of an interdimensional being was Han's purple beard. That's the thing that always stands <laughs> out to me about that book. That's hilarious. Well, and don't the solo kids get kidnapped again for like the 27th time? I'm going to show you. Uh, you said Waru. Describe to the listeners who, yes. who Waru is. He's an interdimensional blob type being but he's he's like an evangelical uh, it, it's so hard okay, to explain you know <laughs> I, i'm not evangelical but i'm close so i'm gonna deflect that one and say we have nothing to do with eating children okay no which is no. what and, which is what know. waru does <laughs> he's he's a gold cube interdimensional being that sucks he's the, the force who villain of the week sure that's the best way to describe him I'm getting live updates about the origin of this GIF as we speak, Trev. As we speak, <laughs> I'm getting info from Skuma Joe yes, in the I Discord. Still seen it. At this very moment, he found the person who made the Christmas edit. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and show what this is. For our audio listeners, what you are looking at here is a GIF of Waru accompanied by C-3PO. It is also snowing, and C-3PO, if soon as this... It, it, even my computer doesn't want to share this with the internet, okay? Jared, it's, it's not too late. You can turn back now. <laughs> no, no, there's no going back, Trip. You're in this whether you like it or not. All right, this is an I image of C-3PO wearing a Santa hat, holding a candy cane with Waru while it's snowing. This is your stocking stuff for Trev, whether you it, like it or not. Is that Waru? This gold cube. It's like a close-up shot of Waru. The gold is that, cube is Waru. That's not how I envisioned Waru in my mind at all. Well, it. what about the fact that there's like blood melting from the scales of Waru? The blood well, of... Well, I never really thought he had scales. That looks more like... um. Yeah, I didn't figure he had such physical form, such definable presence. I was thinking more of a 
intractable blob. All right, so here's the history of this image. There's a long storied history. I did a lot of research, and by I, I mean I sent Skuma Joe a message, and he did all the research. <laughs> all right. The original image came from the Essential Chronology book. Oh, wow. Um, so In that the, case, it is legit. Yeah. The What is the Essential Chronology? Uh, I don't so think I own it. I might. first effort of timelines. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, that was like a original reference book. Oh, I do have Again, it. part of that essential, the first generation essential reference books. Not quite like the timelines book we got, but very much a, a retelling of the Legends continuity. But that came out, I think that even came out, that must have come out just after the New Jedi Order. So even before Legacy of the Force, maybe. I might be wrong on that, but it wasn't at the end of Legends. It was still kind of midway. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I've apparently had Waru sitting on my shelf all these years and, and had no idea. <laughs> so that's the original image. The original image, it's black and white, just a photo, not a GIF. Uh, it comes from the Essential I mean, Chronology it book. It's cursed. Can we also note 3PO's red eyes there? So yes, they're very red. <laughs> is is he really 3PO or is he C-3PX? You know, he's... he's the assassin droid. He's so cursed by Waru. That C3PO you can't is see the X, seeing it could red. be covered by the hat. <laughs> so, all right, so that, that could be the assassin droid from the droids comics. So here's the history. Just the saying. original image comes from the essential chronology. Then someone colorized it. This person's name, we found this down in the very bottom of the image, colorized by AKH hyphen 12, not hyphen, apostrophe 12. So is it by AKH in the year 2012? Or is it AKH apostrophe 12? A.K.H., if you're out there, way to go. And then the third step, which is the GIF, that turn it into a Christmas GIF, is by, Skuma Joe just found this person moments ago, by Jan underscore Death Trooper on Instagram. So All of you are very bad people. Please don't do it again. Merry Christmas. <laughs> and to all a good night. From Legends Look Back, Trev, thank you for helping save the show this week, if you want to call it that. Our listeners can let us know. Did he shave this? Did he save the show? I just said shave the show. That's a different thing. <sighs> All right, we're going to close this out. But first, we've got a couple of little announcements here regarding uh, the history and future of the show, and that is we're going to make a huge pivot, and we'll have to clip this specifically to show uh, for listeners on social media as well. Big announcement. Some big shakeups are happening behind the scenes at Utini. And uh, we are going to be evicted. I mean, migrating to a new YouTube channel. Legends Look Back is going to be no longer streaming live streams on the Utini YouTube channel. We're going to open a new YouTube channel. Many people are saying it's a better YouTube channel. I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that. But uh, it's going to be called the Utini Vault. The Utini Vault. They didn't, unfortunately, Trev, want to call it uh, Trevor's Stalking of Secrets. I don't know why. No, and, you know, I, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> About that one? Th it wasn't your uh, accepted name? Any of it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's the memo. We are bumping over to uh, all of the, the old episodes we've ever recorded, all the bonus videos. Those are going to be on the new channel, the Utini Vault. This show is no longer going to be streamed. We are, however, listeners, going to continue to be creating Legends Look Back, though in exactly what format we haven't 100% nailed down. We, we would like to continue to do video in some form or fashion, so we will continue to update on Twitter and in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. Um, and so check out, subscribe, like, ring the bell over there at the new channel because uh, they've got some fun stuff cooking up in the, the main Utini channel. We're trying to, trying to crack the code on the YouTube algorithm. So to all of our listeners who are listening on audio, nothing's changing. Do not fear. If you're finding the show on YouTube, one hop, skip, and a jump over to the new channel. Trev, you think that about covers it? I, I think that's a very succinct description of what's happening. There we go. So, and check out those new videos that Eric's been putting out. They're really top quality, and I'm eager to see what they're going to do next. But what's happening next over here, Trev, have we told you? 2024 is going to be the year of the new Jedi Order. Oh, I'm so excited. We're doing new Jedi Order, start to finish, beginning to end, Nothing but New Jedi Order in 2024. Can I convince you to commit on record now to read only the, the very small handful of short stories that make up a new... There's like four. I'll do it. I, will the Come rest on. of my co-hosts do it? I couldn't even get them here for this episode, so I don't know if they're... 
19 novels is a lot to read, Trev. But I've never read all the short stories. I've never read the – is it called Urethra? The uh, the little the, – the, that can't be right. The Elysia. novella? Elysia. Yeah, yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. Definitely not what you said. The, the short story novella that fits right into the – you know, anyway. Yeah, we just lost Trev. That, that killed him. So oh, he's, the he's most back. important one, the one I really, really, really want you to commit to is Boba Fett, A Practical Man. Oh, yeah. No, I've I've skimmed it. I've never read the whole thing. So I'll definitely do it. Okay. Absolutely. I tried to get into it a couple years ago. We were doing a Boba Fett episode, and there's a lot of Yuzhan Vong lore in there, and it scared, um, um, it's, it scared it's, me it's, off. It's Karen Travis, so it's very much the Karen Travis Boba Fett right, as opposed right. to... For everybody else, Boba sure. Fett. Which I liked. I like her. Uh, yeah. I really like what's the the Legacy of the Force book, Bloodline yeah. or Bloodlines. It, it's it pretty much a prequel to. It's not even a. It's a prequel to the New Jedi Order, but in that fashion. Okay. Yeah, I'm totally into it. Absolutely. So once I finish, once I escape from Hologram Funland, then I'm totally <laughs> gonna read Boba Fett wins the the Yuuzhan Vong War, and we will not say the name of that other short story that i accidentally called it a minute ago so 2024 <laughs> listeners whether you're on youtube at the new channel pop on over to uh, the utini vault or if you're listening on audio we will continue to be making legends look back covering legends goodness finally cracking into vector prime and the new jedi order so that does it for this week. Thanks, Trev, for saving the show. And thanks to all of our listeners for being here. We are thankful that you're here. We're thankful for your support, uh, who have helped us bring the show for all these years. Special thank you to Brian Dooley, Carl Sander, Michael Fry, Raymond Bazinski on the Jedi High Council, Ashley Ingalls, James T., Colton Fife, Chris Carrizo, and Sally and Chris Eilerson on the Alliance High Command as well. Thank you all for your amazing support. Remember to sub to the channel and check out the new channel when that's live. Leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice that helps other folks find the show. Check out Trevor's show at the Star Wars Archives, which is absolutely for my money some of the best Star Wars content on the internet. Not just saying that to to butter his biscuits here. I I mean it, Trev. It's fantastic. Um, And remember, everybody... Keep the Utini fan code be a force for positivity in the fandom. Happy holidays, and may the force be with you. This is a Utini broadcast.